Good morning. Welcome to episode 22 of Worship with a Templar Knight. Hear God uh, call you to worship through his word. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creations. For by him all things were created, in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. Praise to God. Praise God from all, from whom all blessings flow. Praise him, all creatures here below. Praise him above, you heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. Hear God's law as his will for your life. The words of our Lord Jesus Christ. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment, and the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. Let's confess our sins. Lord, you are our Father, and we are but dust and filth. You are our Creator, and we are the work of your hands. You are our Shepherd. We are your flock. You are our Redeemer. We are the people that you have purchased. You are our God. We are your inheritance. Therefore, do not be angry with us to correct us in your fury. No longer remember our inquiry to punish it, but chastise us gently in your kindness. Your wrath is kindled because of our demerits, but remember that your name has been pronounced over us and that we bear your mark and your standard and continue rather the work that you have begun in us by your grace, that all the earth might know that you are God and our Savior. Amen. Please receive these words of comfort from God. Comfort, comfort, my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and cry to her that her warfare is ended, that her iniquity is pardoned, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. Confess what you believe about the Christian faith. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only begotten Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he arose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. 
From there he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sin, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Glory be to the Father and to the Son. Glory be to the Spirit, every three and every one. As it was in the beginning, now and evermore shall be. Amen. Go before our catechism lesson today. There'll be three, four questions. I'm sorry, just two questions today. And that comes from the Heidelberg Catechism, 1563. How does the resurrection of the body comfort you? Well, the answer is, not only will my soul be taken immediately after this life to Christ, its head, but also my very flesh, raised by the power of Christ, will be re reunited with my soul and made like Christ's glorious body. Question two. How does this article concerning life everlasting comfort you? Answer is, even as I already now experienced in my heart the beginning of the eternal joy, so after this life, I will have perfect blessedness such as no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no heart has ever imagined, a blessedness in which to praise God eternally. As you listen to these words, ask God to enlighten your mind and heart. Almighty God and most merciful Father, we humbly submit ourselves and fall down before your majesty, asking you from the bottom of our hearts that this seed of your word, now sown among us, may take such deep root that neither the burning heat or persecution cause it to wither, nor the thorny cares of this life choke it, but that, as seed sown in good ground, it may bring forth thirty, sixty, or a hundredfold, as your heavenly wisdom has appointed. Amen. Our scripture reading for today is Ezekiel, chapter 31, verses 1 through 6. And it came about in the eleventh year, in the third month, on the first of the month, that the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, say to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and to his multitude, whom are you like in your greatness? Behold, Assyria was a cedar in Lebanon with beautiful branches and forest shade and very high. And its top was among the clouds. The waters made it grow, the deep made it high. With its rivers, it continually extended all around its planting place, and it sent out its channels to all the trees of the field. Therefore, its height was loftier than all the trees of the field, and its boughs became many and its branches long, because of many waters as it spread them out. All the birds of the heavens nested in its boughs, and under its branches all the beasts of the field gave birth, and all the great nations lived under its shade.
as uh, you make your request to God, listen to this prayer and pray. Guide us, O Lord, in all our doings with your most gracious favor and further us with your continual help that in all our works begun, continued, and ended in you. We may glorify your holy name and finally by your mercy obtain everlasting life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Let's uh, bow our heads in our own personal prayers. Please pray for the church. Please pray for our order. Please pray for all the Christians in the world being persecuted. Pray for all our mercenaries that are out there, missionaries. And please pray for the people in Florida as they're being inundated with a hurricane soon. Please keep them safe. Pray for Ukraine. Pray for Israel. Pray for the USA. Pray for all our brothers and sisters around the world in disorder, Templar Knights. It's uh, time for closing out this uh, short worship. So pray the words that Jesus has taught us to pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Thank you for joining me for episode 22 of Worship with the Night Templar. Now we've been going over this book, Rule for a New Brother. 
Um, this is uh, by Henry Nowen, Henry J. M. Nowen. Let me read rule number nine. And the title of that is, The Harvest is Great. And keep in mind, we are an order of Knights Templars. Templar Knights. A lot of people get confused by that. Anyway, rule number nine. Your first task is to cooperate in the building of a loving community. This is the condition and effect of what we celebrate in the Eucharist in your community. In your community begins the reality of a new humanity in which the complex fragmentation of our human existence and society of life is healed and sanctified. Your community does not exist for itself if it is truly evangelical. It will guide you and free you to serve the people of God. It is itself an active element in realizing the kingdom. God will urge you to go from the community to give form to his message of reconciliation and unity among all. Through the suffering and joy of all whom you will encounter, you will let all your daily experiences reverberate through your prayer alone and with your companions. You have been called to be in the world without being of the world. If the salt loses its savior, Saber, labor, it is good for nothing. Therefore, don't reject the world and don't cut yourself off from people, but love them as Jesus, the Redeemer, did. But where the world is nothing but the pride of life, lust of the eyes, and desire of the flesh, then flight alone is proper. If you were to value this world, you could not be God's friend. Your only ambition must be to proclaim the word indeed, Christ's gospel of freedom, justice, and love. For this use, the most effective means without supposing that they can replace God's grace. You are free to do work you want to do. You can live as a religious and be a witness to the Lord in every, in every kind work, discover for yourself what uh, seems the most fruitful field for you. Be enterprising and creative. God blesses the risk undertaken for his sake. So when you're out there in the world trying to help others, God will bless you tenfold for helping you help you through it. When you choose your work, uh, be influenced by its consequences for for your life in the community and by the needs of uh, the local church. Preferably look for work that you can do to the greatest benefits of the community and in which I can support, which it can support you most effectively. Therefore, always consult others. You will thus prevent unnecessary conflicts and avoid seeking yourself as losing sight of your goal. You are never alone in your work. You can profit by the insights, knowledge, experiences, and contacts of your companions. Be involved yourself with the whole group 
and take interest in the work of others. Offer them your help where you can. The love of Christ will not let you rest, but your work is no escape into activity, but a sharing of the upbuilding of the body of Christ. You can do this only in the basis of an intimate union with him, in purity of heart and selflessness. It is not necessary to do your work with a tight schedule or a, the structure of a labor contract. The community gives you the precious possibilities of committing yourself freely and developing your own uh, initiatives for the good of God's kingdom. If you think you are called to decanate or priesthood, you are striving for something good. See it as a high election, a responsible mission, and it will be your task. It will be your task to lead and instruct your people in the same of the Lord, to sanctify and upbuild them in the spirit that uh, demands the obedient union with the bishop and the collegial uh, union with the other priests. If you are called to decanate or priesthood, it will mean a new call to holiness and love for the Lord and his people. That's a pretty good rule. And as being in the order of knights, whenever you become a knight, after all the instructions that you go through and readings, you uh, kind of live your life like a priest. You give up a lot and you try to help others and you spread the word of God. It's an awesome feeling to be able to do that. And you work together with others. It's the same thing. You're part of a community. Might not be in the same area, but when things grow and God blesses the growth, it'll be it'll be great because now you're going to have people in the Templar order that are close by, and you can still do things together, even by phone, because we have technology now that you can do all kinds of things. If this is something that interests you, please, please go to our website. That website is www.americanightstemplars.com. Again, that's www.americanightstemplars.com. Now, if anybody has any prayer request, please don't hesitate to email me or go to that website. You can email me at uh, davidr258 at comcast.net. Or again, uh, the website, uh, www.americanightstemplars.com. Also, I want to give a shout out to my two sons, David and James. Uh, National Sons Day. I love you both very much. I hope everything uh, is going great. I want to thank everybody for joining me here today on this little podcast. And may God bless you all and have a great day.